Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Spiritual Journey podcast. This is episode 78. Always a great space to be, feel blessed, being in this space, sharing whatever we can, get lots of messages on a regular basis on you know, this, this podcast reaching many people. So thank you, thank you for listening. Um, really do feel blessed with all the messages and you know, when I started this podcast, I my objective was really to share whatever knowledge I have and, and guide people on their spiritual journey. And you know, just it's beautiful, beautiful knowing that it's it's reaching some people. So thank you, thank you, thank you. We're on episode seventy-eight, and I'm just talking to my co-host Stacy about that we've now together recorded over uh, sixty episodes together. So uh, we've definitely been on a journey. And yeah, before we start, I'd always love my co-host to introduce ourselves. So Stacy, the beautiful, the stunning, the healer extraordinaire, and now published author, Stacy Brown. Stacy, you want to introduce yourself? Hi, friends. Really excited to spend some time with you again today. My name is Stacy. I'm an intuitive healer and a certified Reiki practitioner. I'm a spiritual mentor and coach, an Akashic record reader, podcast hosting creator, and a recently published author. My book, Journey to Soul Center, Discovering the Gift of Surrender, is available on Amazon now. Thanks, Stace. Uh, so, hi, everybody. I'm Nims. Um, I'm also an Akashic Record Reader, Akashic Trainer, Podcast Host, Podcast Creator, and Spiritual Mentor and Coach. And, um, yeah, I love the work that we do, just guiding people to understand the programming, understand the purpose. And it's when we're doing that work, I really feel like I'm, I become kind of in some ways my higher self. Um, certainly the Akashic Records have changed my life. Um, this podcast started through a message um, through the Akashic Records. The mentorship program we do is through the, you know, we channel it through the records. So I love this space. Feeling very blessed today. So let's jump into the topic. So I, actually this, this came from a, a request from from one of the messages I was mentioned, mentioning earlier. Um, so today we're talking about connecting through our gifts and healing modalities. Really, really interesting topic because so often I we we I hear from clients that we're talking to and that, you know, do I have any gifts? Do I have any healing modalities? You know, I don't. I need to understand what my gifts are. And I was talking to this person, and their gifts are this and. My belief is really we all come into this human existence with some gifts. Our soul's already been through many lifetimes for most of us. Um, and we all have gifts and modalities that at a soul level we have access to. Uh, for example, on Akashi Records, I don't believe we, we, we say we do Akashi Record training. Actually, I believe what we do is we guide people to an ability they already have at a soul level. So what we're doing is we're reminding the human how to connect to a gift of connecting to the Akashic Records at a soul level they already have. So I guess as we jump into this conversation, just wanted to say that, you know, for me, we all have gifts. We all have abilities to connect to people energetically at a soul level. But, you know, many times our, our, our ego, our mind gets in the way because we want to try and understand what those gifts are. We want to try and be able to put them in a box. 
We want to be able to compare to what someone else's gifts are. But our gifts are at a soul level, but not at a human level. And we're all different. We're all unique soul, which means that our gifts may seem the same, but they're different. They may be similar. But that's the first thing I just wanted to say is, look, and for all our listeners, you will all have gifts. I really feel that the time we're in right now is about making sure that we're fully activating those gifts. And how do we activate those gifts? They're like a muscle. You, you need to you need to start using your gifts, practice using them. And for many, and we'll talk about this through this episode, for many, many of us, you know, I used to use my gifts, but maybe not make it public. Maybe the period we're entering into is, is to really merge worlds, share what your gifts are. And what if by sharing those gifts, you activate additional gifts? What if you truly expand your gifts? And like I said at the beginning, we all have gifts. We all have healing modalities which are natural to us at a soul level. It's like Reiki is another example. Our hands have healing abilities. And when you learn Reiki, what you're doing is you're activating a gift you already have inside. Again, that's my, that's my belief, but I, I really, I've seen it so often, you know, in terms of the mentorship work that we do, guiding people to understand what their purpose is and in some way that activates you, act, activates our gifts. And we encourage people to start practicing using the gifts. And it's beautiful to see the growth when people start activating the gifts and using them on a regular basis. And sure, maybe it leads to another type of business. Maybe that, you know, leads to another path that you never knew existed for you. But as we talk through this episode, it's really about allowing you to connect your gifts, allowing you to, to truly understand what they're there. So from your perspective, Stace, what's, what's your view on this topic in terms of healing modalities and, and you know, our gifts? And we'll talk about our own journeys and activating through the gifts. But for now, what's your what's your view on this topic and what would your advice be? So I think that when it comes to understanding um, our gifts, we first have to understand our connection with ourselves and with the world around us. And I think that a lot of uncovering of who we are and what we're capable of doing um, is unpacked when we kind of go through our life experience. And for me personally, um, it was like I was uncovering gifts while I was starting to know my worth and really understanding self-love and connection with my higher power, with the universe, um, and also being open, right? That our gifts might not look the way that we expected them to, um, that the things that we're doing in the world may look different when we open ourselves up. Um, I think that our programming can be a contributing factor to the resistance to opening up to our gifts. You know, I've talked about it a lot here that I was raised in a very devoutly religious home. And so the modalities that I was taught within that, um, space, was like the modality of prayer um, and the modality of like 
like a religious connection. And because that was my programming, that was all I knew. And so as I went into adulthood, though I was intuitive and I knew that I knew things, I didn't feel like there was a space for it. So I think a lot of times with our gifts, we can suppress them based off of um, other people's opinions or based off of the way that we were raised and our programming. And so those things can really impact how we're acknowledging and using our gifts. And so for me, it was a process of uncovering and, and really going deep into self-discovery um, before I got to a place where I was using my gifts. And it's funny because I look back on it now and I'm like, wow, that just feels like so much time wasted not using my gifts because I was trying to do what was making other people comfortable. Does that make sense? That makes a lot of sense. Um, you know, how often on this journey do we try and mold ourselves um, to be what someone else wants? And I, I really feel, you know, when we're born, we're a blank canvas. We don't have the programming. We don't have, and, you know, it's really a, a great example of being present because, you know, as a baby, we are in the moment. We cry, we get attention. You know, we, we cry... We get attention from our parents or whoever in terms of, you know, wanting food, wanting love, whatever. And we are present in the moment. And I really do feel connecting to our gifts, connecting is about being present and be feeling the magic in this moment. And it is, I agree, it's our expectations, it's our programming. And it's also a comparison. Comparison for me is like one of the worst things we can do from our gifts because I remember early on, you know, when I was surrounded by spiritual people, it's like so much of it was, oh my God, this is what I see. I connected this guy and I see them in front of me. And it's like, and I remember thinking, well, I don't really see, I feel. And it's that somehow I felt like I was less than others because I wasn't, I wasn't be able to see what they could see. But again, that's just, that was just on my journey. Our gifts and our ability to listen is is our ability. And a lot of time it does start with a feeling. And it is, you know, so if we could just truly just understand that our gifts are unique and the ability to feel is a great way to start. And just because somebody else says they have these amazing gifts, whatever, that's great. Be happy for them. But understand that you are on your journey to connect with your gifts, which are unique to you. And, and if you could hear these words, every soul that's here that's on this planet right now has chosen to be here, is needed. And your gifts are needed as this planet expands. Your soul chose to be here. So what if part of your journey is to really kind of connect with your gifts that your soul has worked so, so hard for? But here's the other thing is, what if there's a divine timing to connect in with those gifts? Because Stacey said, well, you know, maybe they're all, you've had so many wasted years. But I, I really believe those years weren't wasted. That you are a much deeper healer today because of everything you went through. And without that experience of, of that human experience, because we're still having that human experience, your gifts won't be as active, activated as they are today. Mm -hmm. 
because we do go on a journey, right? And our human our human journey is a large part of our spiritual journey. Because our soul, before it came into this human form, knew how it wanted to expand in this lifetime. And, you know, before when we come into this human form, if we knew what our gifts were, if we knew what, the, what our soul wanted to experience, maybe we would get frustrated or maybe we wouldn't want to have the painful human experience that our soul, you know, has picked for us. That's why we have the veil of amnesia because, and that's why we need to go through the journey to reconnect with our gifts, to kind of go through that human experience to expand, to learn and connect with our gifts at a, at a much deeper level. That's why, again, for anyone that's kind of frustrated, thinking I'm wasting time, what if nothing's missing? What if you're on that journey to connect with your gifts? And, you know, patience is a virtue that I know I'm learning in this lifetime. But what if nothing is missing? And what if everything is divinely timed and you're connecting to your gifts when you're ready? And, and Stacey, at this point, I'd, I'd love to just take a, a quick moment and maybe maybe ask everyone, if you're not driving and you're in a position to, just stop. And if you're walking, just you can, you can just stop walking. Just take a moment. Ideally, close your eyes if you can. Just take a moment to feel what's around you. Take a moment to feel and allow your guides, your soul family to be present. Ask them to magnify their energy. Feel them around you. Just allow yourself to feel how guided you are. Feel that love from your soul family. Allow yourself to feel your guides. Take a moment to feel your heart and the power of who you are. Accept you are exactly where you're meant to be. Feel that power, and as you connect to your power, your heart, your soul, you feel your guides around you. I ask your guides to, over the coming days, to magnify the messages they're sending to you, to allow you to feel your gifts, allow you to activate your gifts. Feel that power. Take a moment to feel the power of who you are. Know that you're needed. Know that you're guided. Thank you. <laughs> just so everyone knows, I had no idea I was going to do that in this episode. I wasn't planned. It's just something that I, I thought may help. So, so Stace, how are you feeling? How was that for you? It was good. It was peaceful. So, Stace, why don't we um, share some of our experiences? Why don't you talk a little bit about your journey to being to activating your gifts, your modalities. Um, what was that like for you? And you know, what would your advice be to those that um, are trying to activate their gifts and the modalities? I would say it's a process of uncovering, right? That, that happens in layers. So I always knew that I was intuitive and I knew that I could like sense things and feel things, but I um, spent a lot of years like, 
kind of pushing that down and shrouding it in secrecy. And um, honestly, with a theme of like shame around my gifts, because I was uncomfortable with them. And when I entered into the beauty industry, I found myself in a space where I was putting my hands on people and I was sensing what was going on with them. And I would guide the conversation in whatever direction I needed to. Um, and it was a space that felt comfortable for me, right? Because I was using my gifts, but I still wasn't specifically saying, this is what I can do. And in the process of kind of uncovering the layers of me, um, I decided to sample different ways of connecting. Like I just, I was open to different modalities. I just, I came to from like the religious upbringing I was in. It was like, I knew how to fast. I knew how to pray. I knew how to like have like a religious discipline, but I didn't really understand the different modalities that were out there and the different ways I could connect. And so um, one of my neighbors years ago was a Reiki practitioner and I had a very powerful session with her that opened me up to, um, to energy work and to what it felt like to be um, connected in that way, it, like sparked connection for me. And the fascination never went away. And so even though it took me several years, um, I embarked on the journey of becoming a certified Reiki practitioner because it was another modality that I could use that I felt connected with. And not only could I use it with clients, but it was something that I could do to myself and allow myself the space to be in that, in that space of healing. Um, as I was kind of coming into my own and exploring more, um, I went to a bunch of different metaphysical shops and started kind of understanding, um, a little bit or being piqued in my interest of like Oracle cards. And I remember going into the store and the woman who ran the store was, um, just a really like spiritual person. And she was like, you know, look at the cards and see what you're drawn to and what you trust. And that's what, you know, that's what you're being led to. And there was one deck of Oracle cards that looked different than all the rest. And I felt like it was calling my name and I purchased the deck and I came home and I just started like moving the cards in my hands and becoming familiar with the images and just allowing myself the space to, um, to be open to something new and something different. And I would say over the last like 10 to 15 years, that's been my mindset with exploring modalities is like, it's, it's kind of like when I found out about Akashic records, you know, I had never heard Akashic records before and being open to that modality and that form of connection has allowed me a whole new avenue, um, not only of serving other people, but of me being connected, you know, that I, that I wasn't expecting. And I would say to people who are new to this journey, like new to the spiritual journey, I would say probably the best advice that I could give anyone is to be open to things looking different than what you might have expected. 
Meaning just because you were raised a certain way or have only had exposure in a certain way based off of your circumstances doesn't mean that things need to stay that way for life. And it may be that there are some ingredients that you need for connection. And I would just encourage our listeners to be open to whatever that could be. Because for me, when I first heard about Reiki, I was like, oh no, 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 that's not for me. No, hands-on healing. No, no, you can only do that a certain way, right? And in, in the environment that I was raised in, ironically enough, let me just share this. In the environment that I was raised in, it was very um, patriarchal and very masculine run. So like in the Mormon church, there is hands-on healing, but it is only done by men. And it has to be men who have been appointed with the ability to do it, right? So that was my upbringing. So if I had stayed in that mindset, I would never have done any hands-on healing work that has both helped me and my clients, right? And so once I broke into understanding the power of Reiki healing energy and the impact that it can have when we use that energy to heal ourselves or to help heal someone else, it can be so significant. And I would have missed that if I had stayed in the mindset of how I was raised versus exploring what felt right to me. And so I just want to encourage our listener to take the time to see what feels right for you, right? Like it may be that you try um, tarot and you feel super connected to the tarot cards and you decide that you want to delve into that more. It may be that someone gives you exposure to a pendulum and you feel the connection to the pendulum moving in your hands. There are so many different ways for us to connect. And I really believe the more open that we are, the more likely we are to find those new ways of connecting. Yeah. What about you, Nims? No, it's, it's really good advice. And, and you know, my journey, I mean, I shared it a couple of episodes ago, but it started very much on, on the mental, on the corporate side. And when I opened myself up to spirituality, a lot of it did start with, I guess, at the beginning, receiving messages intuitively, kind of starting to feel the power of my soul, starting to feel the power of my journey. Um, but a lot of the time, I would go to others to be fixed, you know, to kind of tell me what I need to do and I'll be fixed. And and over time, I realized, as I said many times, I don't need to be fixed. And that's what started to open me up to different gifts, different modalities. It, you know, in terms of led me to Oracle cards, led me to, um, you know, using the pendulum, different different techniques, which we can list in a second. But it's just, once I realized that this journey was more of a heart-led journey and I wasn't going to understand the gifts, I, I couldn't put them in a box and I didn't need to be fixed, that's what started me, opened me up to a different way of being and I mean we talk about this in every episode I really believe whatever we do on the spiritual journey including connecting with our gifts and modalities having a strong self-care routine is a big part of it so finding time to meditate sit in nature and be present and understand that everything is in divine timing so if you could just be the present and just 
feel that energy around you and just take that time to meditate and feel and connected to you. Because understand that your gifts are in you. And that's what really helped me on this journey to really kind of understand um, that the gifts in, are in me. And a big, another big part of the journey that helped me was, was merging worlds or sharing that I have these gifts, sharing that. Um, and, you know, because the gifts that we have, and this is, again, what I believe, the gifts that we have that our souls work so hard for are meant to be shared. And for me, I heal more when I'm healing others. My gifts are activated even more to a different level when, 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 when I connect and when I heal others. And if we go through some of the modalities, and you've already kind of mentioned them, but it's, um, you know, different ones. Oracle cards are always a great way to start. And, you know, you could look on Amazon and look at Oracle cards and pick one that has the best reviews and if that if that appeals to you. But what I'd recommend is to go to metaphysical, to go to the Stacey's story she ex ex described, to go to a metaphysical store and pick something intuitively that appeals to you. And use your heart, not your brain, you know, because you could read the back of the card, the deck, and says, oh, this sounds good, but feel it. Same with picking a crystal, same with um, with anything. And it's like, if you're drawn to a pendulum, a pendulum, if you haven't used it before, is a great way of just asking questions. Yes, no. Again, you can find them in, in a metaphysical store. You, you just you pick one that you feel connected to energetically. And it you you activate it just by, you know, you, you again we probably do a video on it, but you can just hold it up and just as it's dangling, just ask for a message for yes. Just ask the pendulum, always my message for yes. And then you'll feel a certain movement, and you can even you can ask your guys to magnify that movement. And it's a really weird thing because you it's moving, and you're thinking, well, I'm not moving. And then you can ask them, you can ask, you can stop the pendulum moving and you can ask, okay, what's my message for no? And again, you can ask to magnify that message. The other thing is Oracle cards, we've already said, pick a deck that really resonates with you. But again, activate the deck. Take time to, to make the deck yours. Open the deck, look at each card, feel the energy of the card and allow it to connect with your energy because it's a vibration. Be open to receiving messages. If you're talking to somebody, be present when you're talking to them. Then feel what you feel. Feel their emotion from them and see what comes through. There's so many different um, modalities, tarot cards. You know, if tarot, if you pick up a tarot deck and there's so many, so much information available online, maybe that appeals to you. Tarot isn't something, tarot I've tried a couple of times myself. I, for me personally, it just feels, you know, different cards mean different things and feels a bit too rigid. I like to look at a card from an Oracle deck and just feel the energy of it and feel what I'm feeling. Sure, I'll always read the message, but then I'll put my own interpretation down to it. There's so many different, and it's like maybe Reiki, maybe your hands are healing and there's something, and maybe you want to get Reiki qualified. You know, maybe you've always felt a tingle in your hands and you've always felt there's something there, there's an energy. I really believe we all have the ability to heal with our with our hands. Down in 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 our hands, there's a portal, right? In the, in the center, in your palm, 
there, there, there's a portal. And again, that's where I, I really believe that you can send out healing energy from, from the palm of your hand. So we all have these gifts, but it's that, Stacey, as you already said, it's, it's our expectations of what these gifts might look like. And for me, doing research and Googling it on all that sort of stuff and start to read, watch your videos, what other people do, that's all good as long as you manage your expectations. And, you know, I'm sure there's lots of modalities that we've missed. Akashic Records is another great example. I, I know when I, I don't know, even including talking to you, I remember when I, whenever I start talking to somebody about Akashic Records, if you've not heard it before, heard it before, some people get excited and some people get scared and some people are unsure. All of that is great. Because sometimes you deal with things that they're known so differently, but it's like the Akashic Records are a connection they're a record of everything your soul's been through. Current life, past life, future life, parallel life. So if your Akashic records are all about you, then there's nothing to be scared of. Because everything about you is stored in you. So you have full access to your records at a soul level. But the human has not maybe not heard that term before, maybe not accessed it before. But I believe in some way we've all accessed the Akashic Records. Yeah, through meditation, through an activation, through channeling. And it's just, again, being guided to a modality you already have. And, you know, Stacey, I remember when, we, when, when, when you connected to the records, for a while you get addicted to because it it's a new modality. So it's a new energy you feel. And the same thing could be said about pendulums. Same thing could be said about cards. And you know what? That's okay because you're getting used to it. You're getting used to the vibration. But with all of these things, understand it's your gift that you're connecting to. So if you pick up a set of Oracle cards and you start to ask messages, again, whichever deck you pick, Oracle cards, will, will they'll have some information at the front in terms of different spreads you can use. I mean, I just, when I pick up an Oracle deck, I like to just pick up the deck and connect to them, each card individually, and then just ask, you know, what's your message for me? And I'll just pick one card. Maybe that's a great way to start. Whatever feels right for you. You know, there's so many different modalities that we, we could talk about that we haven't spoken about. The other, you know, like I said, we, we said things like Reiki, but channeling. Channeling, channel writing, channeling messages is another modality that, again, I feel that we all have a natural ability to do. But again, what works for you, some people like just channeling messages, closing their eyes and just receiving messages and then translating them and, and sharing them other people um like to channel write like to receive messages and write them down just again channel writing is really about not thinking it through just truly whatever message comes through just just write whatever comes through and just the more that we can leave our expectations and our mind to one side whenever we're using our gifts the better because it's like if you pick up a card or if you start channel Whatever the first message you get is probably the correct one. But then what happens is our ego kicks in and starts to kind of, well, maybe that's not right. What if you're misinterpreting it? What if this is that? Just trust whatever comes through first and focus on that and let it expand. And again, like we said earlier, it's a muscle. So if you pick up on a set of oracle cards or a pendulum and you start using it a lot at the beginning, that's great because you're, 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 you're building that muscle. But then again, I encourage you to start sharing the gift because... 
sharing it takes it takes that gift to another level. It allows you to practice. And and in some ways it's easier to read for someone else than it is for yourself. Because you're 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 serving. And your ego in, in many ways doesn't get in the way as much because it's not about you. So say I've been I went off a little tangent there talking about modalities and you know what 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 maybe there's some modalities I've missed. Um maybe there's some some things that you can share in terms of, you know, kind of guidance on how to connect with modalities and anything you feel I've missed. I mean, I, I think that the the list of modalities is vast and wide and is something that is a very personal exploration. And what I would encourage our listeners to do is take the time to get still with yourself and see what you feel drawn to, right? Like, are you curious about Oracle cards or um, do you have a fascination with the Akashic records? For me, with each modality that I had exposure to, there was almost like a initial like sensation that, oh, like with the Reiki, I had never heard of Reiki before. And then I had a session with my neighbor and felt the power of the, the energy while I was on the table and became fascinated with it out of one experience. So I think there's also this period of exploration where you say, okay, what do I naturally feel curious about? And then going to that modality or those modalities, if it's more than one, then kind of exploring what that's like, you know, for some people, um, they channel, right. Right. And they, they channel messages and, um, it's just about kind of removing that judgment factor and allowing yourself to, to pour over a page. Um, for some people, they speak light language and I've been fascinated by that. That's not something that I personally feel connected to, but it's something that I've seen other people be connected to and have powerful experiences from it. So I really believe that the key to the exploration is to remove the judgment of yourself and others, and maybe those things that you don't understand, and being open to the universe showing you signs of those modalities that that you could potentially have a connection to. And I want to say there's definitely some trial and error. Um, you know, you mentioned tarot earlier. I have a tarot deck. And I've played around with it a little bit. Um, I have a curiosity about it, but it's something that I know takes time to be cultivated. And for me, Oracle cards, I just felt an instant connection with, whereas tarot has kind of been this slow evolution. And I think sometimes it takes time for that modality or that connection to that modality to develop, right? So it might start out, out as like a thought that we have, and then it's like, it turns into a curiosity. And then that curiosity turns into exploration and that exploration turns into an epiphany, right? Um, so to me, taking that time with yourself to kind of be introspective and explorative is super important. Um, if someone had told me 
even two years ago that I would be doing Akashic record readings for people, I would probably look at them like they were crazy. And I would probably be like, what the heck is that? Um, and when it was introduced to me, I, I felt uneasy. I was like, I don't know anything about this. And it took me doing the trust ball of saying, okay, I'm going to let go of judgment and fear. And I'm going to try this new modality. And what ended up happening was it opened me up to a whole other avenue and approach for not just helping myself, but for helping others. And it developed, I developed this passion for it. And for me, the exploration of my modalities and the, the ways that I connect has just deepened my spiritual connection and has deepened my passion for helping people. So I would be curious to see, you know, what our listeners have explored or, um, or maybe are in the process of exploring and what that looks like for you. And, uh, are you going to use those gifts and abilities, those connections, those modalities just for yourself? Or are you going to use them to help other people? I love that question. And yeah, we always love when 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 you share what, what's happening in your journey. So share with us what healing modalities you're using, how you're using them. We'd love to hear from you. Um, I was just thinking there are some... You know, we talked a lot about the healing modalities, the different options, and we also need to remember remember that we have some very natural healing modalities. Stacey, you mentioned light language. Our voice and the codes and and the codes that come through, it's, it's not just the words that we speak, it's the intention, it's the energy, it's the vibration that goes with it. That in itself is a modality. That in itself is 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 a way to heal ourselves and to and and we shouldn't underestimate our own abilities, our own aura. You know, in many ways, our aura is healing. If we if if we if we understand the power of who we are, then in many ways, our presence can be healing. And our voice, because it's not a it's not it's it's not just a the, like I said, it's not just the words that we use. There's a vibration that comes with our voice, with our energy. You know, Stacey, I was encouraging you to sing because I know when you when 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 you sing that you connect to people's souls at a different level because words hit you a certain way, music hits you a different way, vibration hits you a different sort of way. So, you know, when you think about healing modalities and healing gifts, don't you know? Yes, it's great to pick up an oracle card. It's great to learn Reiki. Um, but always remember that we have some very natural gifts. The words that we pick, our intention, our vibration is in many ways a gift and a healing modality, which is very natural. So it's something we should nurture. I, I love, and I did a kind of a mini meditation, mini, mini activation during this podcast. I know that my voice is one of my gifts. Really interesting. I share in uh, my story a few episodes back. But, you know, growing up, I didn't have a voice. But in some way, I've activated my voice. And, and this this podcast was started because I got a message saying, my voice is my gift, I need to use it. So again, I don't think we should really get hung up in the modality or what it looks like. 
it's a heart-led, what Stacey was saying, it's a heart-led decision. So what is you, you know, as we list out some of the modalities, you know, just, just feel it in your heart and see if it resonates, you know. Oracle cards, how does that make you feel? Pendulum, where does that hit you and how does that make you feel? Um, light language, how does that feel? Reiki, how does that feel? Um, you know, there's so many different options. Akashic Records, where does that hit you and how does that make you feel? And it's, it's that, you know, that would be one of the questions I'd, I'd leave the listeners with as we finish this podcast is, is just sit with each of the ones that we've mentioned and just feel how much you feel what it feels to you in your heart and your vibration and then pick from there. Like we already said, I would, if you're going to pick a, uh, something like Oracle cards or tarot, try and get to a metaphysical shop and use your energy and your vibration to pick what's, what works for you. And if if something like Akashi Records appeals to you, sure, we, we offer a, 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 a well, let's, let's call it, let's not call it training. We offer a, an, a, um, an option where we guide you to connect with the records at a deeper level. And we do that over three sessions. We 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 allow you to experience what a reading looks like from both me and Stace. So you get divine feminine, divine masculine. So you receive. We then hold your space as as and then we guide you to open your own records and how that feels. And then in the third session, we guide you to to open one of our records. So you get to you get to feel what is it like to receive messages about somebody else. And we always, we make sure there's time in between each session to allow you to integrate into practice. And, you know, I love doing it because I love people, how excited people get when they connect with the records and how it makes them feel inside. Um, so, yeah, there's so many different modalities. Just, it is a heart-led decision. And it's the biggest message I give to all our listeners is your soul already knows how to access your gifts. And understand your gifts are unique. And the other thing I'd, I'd recommend we all do is practice our empathic ability. And what do I mean by that is when you're talking to somebody or when you see somebody, feel what you feel from their vibration. Receive what you're open to receive. And if you feel like sharing, ask permission and then share. But again, it's another modality and you've got to practice it. It's a, it's a muscle. Sometimes we, we're searching, we go into the universe and just, all right, let me try Oracle cards. Okay, let me try Lenny Reiki. Let me turn out how to read Akashic Records. And, and we're looking for a fix outside ourselves. When our gifts are very natural, that are heart level, if we're open to it, we receive those messages because our soul knows why we're here. So Stace, as we close out this episode, I'd love for you to add, add some any additional insight you have, but also some general prompts as, yeah. as our listeners think about how can they connect with their gifts. What would your advice be? Well, the first thing I would say is yes, your gifts exist within you, and yes, it's a it's a deeply personal journey. But I will say, I would not be where I am today without the mentors that, that I had in my life that came in just at the time where I was in a season of the next phase of my journey and having that guidance and that support with me was huge. 
And so I just want to say, if you're not sure where to start, that's okay. It's okay to not be sure. And it's okay to have a lot of questions and feel like you need someone kind of holding your hand through the process. I've had several mentors and I don't know where I would be without them because they provided a sounding board for me and a safe space to process some of the things that I was trying to explore and figure out. And it just gave me the added nurturing and embracing um, for me to really dive deep and explore a little bit deeper, like where I was going and how I was going to get there and what modalities I was going to experience. And so if you're in a season where you're not sure, I would really encourage you to get a mentor and Namesh and I mentor people and, um, bring them into a, a space of awareness all the time. And we've helped people globally with this process. And, um, there's nothing wrong with feeling like it's too much that you can't do it by yourself. I, I couldn't have done it by myself. Um, yes, our answers exist within us, but sometimes having a sounding board to be able to help pull some of that out of you can be really significant. And I believe can accelerate our journey, right? Because we've got another person involved in the mix who can help us on the journey. And so Nims and I help people like that all the time. And, um, and it's, it's part of our, our mentorship program that we channeled is getting you connected with your gifts so that you can show up shining your light in the way that you're meant to. So as far as questions for our listener, uh, my very first question would be, um, do you believe that you have spiritual gifts? And if so, what are they? And I would start there just to kind of brainstorm almost and let yourself free write in your journal. Like when you think about it, like, are you, are you intuitive? Are you empathic? Um, you know, do you connect with certain gifts and abilities that maybe you haven't acknowledged publicly? Um, I would take a deep dive into what you feel you are connected to and what gifts and abilities or modalities you feel a connection with. And I would just start there and just list them out and see what comes to you. And then the other thing I would recommend is asking yourself, what modalities have you not yet explored that pique your interest? Okay. What modalities have you not yet explored that pique your interest and make a list of those things. And I challenge you, our listener, to take a step of action into exploring one of those, those modalities that you haven't yet explored and see what, see what you uncover, whether it's, you know, Oracle cards or a pendulum or light language, like any of the modalities that we've listed or some that we haven't just explore that and see what does that look like? What do you think? That's great, great, great questions. Um, I think it's, you know, it's, it's really important to be open and just just trying different things and working out what 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 works for you and just trusting on the journey and yeah I agree with you on what you say about guys and mentors is 
you know, we 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 do have all all we need inside us, but sometimes we need that little nudge, that little push, that little kind of little bit of acceleration, which I believe, you know, a mentor can do, and even you know, booking a reading, etc. It's that sometimes our ego gets in the way, right? And it's just you need that little push from the universe, which may come in the form of a mentor or a guide. Be open to whatever that looks like, and um, yeah, I love this sort of conversation and. I love that the idea came from one of our listeners. And so as we close out this episode, if you do have any topics you want us to cover, if you do have any feedback, any feedback on this episode, um, for example, if you want us to do more meditations, I did an activation in the middle of this one, then let us know. We'd love to get that feedback. Um, any Anything that you want us to go deeper on, we do schedule things out three months in advance, two to three months but we're happy to move things around. If there's something that that you feel that we could, we could help with, let us know. And, um, you know, just as a reminder, um, there is a lot of things that, that, mean, that we that we offer as services. As Stacey already said, we have a beautiful mentorship program that's changing lives. And we love Akashi Records. We train on them. We read records. So, you know, reach out to us. Um, you can book a free discovery call to talk about the mentorship program. But also just comment and review this podcast. It gets to many more people when you do that. So we'd love it when you do that. And follow us on social media. We add lots more content on social media. Um, try and post reels multiple times a week. Sharing whatever's come through. This is a very expansive period over the next few months that's happening astrologically. There's multiple full moons uh, um kind of really powerful full moons that are coming, um, as we call them, super moons. Um, Venus goes into retrograde. There's some nodal changes that that, that by the time this episode is released, um, actually are happening today on the 17th. Feel the power of, of what's happening around you and write, you know, just understand that you're not, the universe is not going to give you anything you can't handle. But right now, I really do believe that we're receiving more than we ever have before. So be open to that magic. Stace, I love sharing this space with you. And can't believe we've done over 60 episodes. And sending everyone so much love and light. And Stace, I'd love it for you to close us out. Thanks, everybody, for being with us on another episode. We love hearing from you. So reach out. Thanks again. Bye, everybody. <laughs>